Hello and welcome to our global S&OP community weekly podcast Brought to you by Ahmed Khalid and Ahmed Al-Hamamsi from Middle East Our global S&OP community podcast mission is to build a global community from supply chain, marketing, trade marketing, sales and finance all over the world Where everyone's voice could be heard and listened Every week we host a new episode with great thought leader in the S&OP industry. We believe that one word, one story, or one conversation could open up the light in the screen of your consciousness and you'll never be the same again. We discuss hot and trending topics with our subject matter experts by asking the right questions that uncover their valuable experience in our show. You can visit our website ahmedkhaled.com .co Stay tuned every week with our global S&OP community podcast. everybody to uh, the global S&P community show and program uh, today. Uh, uh, first, uh, tell us where you're tuning in from. And uh, today we have a very special guest and our friend here, uh, our co-host and uh, our uh, great uh, presenter, Ahmed Khalid. Tell us about our uh, great uh, Thank you, uh, friend Amanti. today joining Thank us. Thank you yes. so much. Uh, welcome to the second episode for Global S&OP Community. As Hamamzi, uh, as Hamzi said, uh, let us know where are you from, please, in the comment itself. And just to restress on the same point like before, this is the second episode. And our mission is to build a global community around the world from supply chain, marketing, sales, trade marketing, and finance, where everyone can have a unique voice, where he will be able to share story, knowledge, struggles, and experience. Because we believe that everyone has a unique voice that should be heard. Uh, yes, and, from, and it's uh, knowledge that you will not find uh, in books. In books at all. Exactly. At all. That's exactly. why we, we are building this experience. amazing community. Yes. Yes. Uh, and from those experiences, we can benefit, Hamamsi and all, all our audience, they can benefit uh, from building this community. And literally, this community will be able to change the whole world of S&OP. And today, as you speak, we have a very special guest, not only in the business, but also in life. He is a great storyteller. He's a great mentor. Uh, he's, he's always, uh, I see, he has always a unique perspective when it comes to take a decision inside a business. Uh, yes, his experience is in finance, but I'm telling you, his business acumen is unbeatable. Uh, when it comes to supply chain, marketing, and uh, trade marketing and sales, any decision regarding the, this inside the business. He's one of those leaders who is positively, seriously affected me personally. 
he taught me how to read an income statement and trigger all the opportunities inside the income statement or the, the profit and loss statement. He taught me how to use system thinking uh, to take an assertive direction or decision inside the business. He's also my mentor in life. Can I ask you, Hamamsi, let's welcome Mr. Muhammad Mahmoud. Hello, Muhammad Mahmoud, joining us from Canada, Toronto. Muhammad, how are Hi, you doing? Good, good. Thank you guys very much. How is um, everything in Canada? Tell us. All good, all good. We're getting finally good weather. It's getting warmer. Time to go outside and enjoy uh, the nature here. <laughs> Quite a build up, Ahmed Khaled. That's actually that's that, that's actually putting me on the spot and and and, and raising raising the expectations to the ceiling. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, for that. Muhammad. And uh, Muhammad, you are uh, worth this, and uh, of course uh, you have uh, you have great experience and all. And let us welcome uh, some of our guests. Muhammad Madani joining from Saudi Arabia. Hi, Muhammad Fondraj nice from Muhammad. India. Thank nice you for joining you. us. Thank you. Sama Eid from Jeddah. Our, our friend, Usama, thank you for being there. Shadi Al-Jaki, our friend our from Egypt, friend. thank you. Thank you, thank you, Shadi. Rabia there. also from Canada. <laughs> so, oh, it's yeah. in Toronto, huh? The same. Ayah <laughs> <laughs> Fikri, our friend from Egypt, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you for tuning, Gaya. Sharif Al-Mawrabi from UAE. Oh, nice, it's your youth nice city nice now, you. Dubai. <laughs> Sayed, also Sayed Rizallah, thank you for joining us. Our great friend Osama Zaid here, of course. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yes, Salik Majid, thank you. Muhammad Mahmoud, where uh, do you want us to start with? Is uh, I want to start to ask you the question that I raised in, in, in my post. Is finance considered the enemy or the ally of the SNOP process? Because Sometimes people will say finance will stop the orders. Finance, if people don't pay, if it's against the like the distributor agreement, so they stop the business. What do you think about that? And what's your comments about that? But please, without, without insulting me, because I really don't. Like that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that aggressive. Or <laughs> okay. Um, let me start first by taking one step back and, and, and give a little bit of, a, of my own perspective about the SNOP. SNOP process is, 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 uh, is something that is really unique and big. Just if, if you want to, 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 to discuss what is SNOP, in my head, SNOP is like a product. It's like I am trying to deliver a product or I am trying to deliver something. And in order to deliver that, any products that you have has two things, has the raw material and packaging material that goes into manufacturing it, which is the input that is coming from all the teams. So there is an input that is coming from marketing about the long-term view and about the position in the market. There is an input that's coming from trade marketing about customers. There is an input from sales about activities and volumes. And finance, just like any other function, is an input area along with the supply chain. Supply chain has their input, finance has their input. The input of finance is one of the ingredients. SNOP exactly. will not be a product without the input from all the functions. I can, I, I will have a faulty product if I ignore any of these outputs. I'm not saying that it's more important, it's just as important as everything else. And in order to come out with the product at the end of the day, there is the conversion, which is basically the whole interactions that is happening in SNOP between all the communities from marketing and all the functions. 
So simply SNOP is a living organization. Think about it like that. It's it's something it's something that has a life of its own. It's something that have a brain of its own. It's something that is that is somehow is the heart of the business. This is the way I look at the SNOP and this is the way we should we should think of SNOP. SNOP basically is where I throw everything and suddenly I get the package. The beauty of SNOP as well is that when you get the product not every time the product is the same there is always an improvement in the product it's a continuous process of improvement mm-hmm. snop wow. goes through iterations and with the iterations you you, you the, the product improved i i fixed something in the process there is mm-hmm. a, a feedback a learning feedback that happens all the time in snop which is what makes it unique so that's snop Now the role of finance is in, in SNOP might not be clear to everyone but let's put it this way when when we when we talked about the product so imagine yourself cooking a meal and saying yes. I don't like too much salt not adding the salt to the meal you're going to throw it in the trash you're not going to eat it yes. right yes. at the end of the day you have yes. to put it at the right level you have to have the ingredients at the right level what finance does What finance does is 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 very important for the SNOP because the process of SNOP is about sales and marketing and manufacturing the product and selling it. But what is the result of that process? Where am I heading with SNOP if I don't have finance? Finance basically puts on the glasses for you and make you see exactly where you're heading with your SNOP. Yeah. You might be having a perfect process producing the product selling it doing the activities in the market doing everything right but guess what the business is going down and this business will okay. shut down in 3 months to 1 year <laughs> yes yes Yes, I, yes, like, yes. I like what you said. Great, great analogy. Go on, Ahmed. It's great. I yes. love because I know this challenge. Because yes. uh, as you speak, it's always uh, a progress and you have to develop the S&OP. And I think one of the fundamentals that, uh, as you mentioned, Mohamed, it's all about people. Because people, if they're not willing to invest their time and understand what's going on, you will never uh, go to the right place or you will never achieve the business strategy itself. The question and I, I I want to ask our friends and our audience please go ahead and start ask yes. Hamad and start ask us if you have anything in your mind we need you to to engage with us speak about anything any challenge in your your uh, job or any challenge in your company and we will be able to give you our philosophy inshallah and we'll help you on that but let me yes. tell you something uh, Muhammad why uh, why why companies uh, They, they change the numbers and I, I do believe that you stressed on a point which is the finance I would say he, he's the eye and he can see everything and most most uh, companies they look into the volumes only and even in the man planning I would say from that from experience they look into the volumes only so I want based on your experience what are the advices that you can give it to them to change this perception and uh, I, I do believe that the mix of the product itself it plays an important role here because uh, i can sell uh, too, too much volumes but the mix itself it will not satisfy the the business uh, strategy itself what's your view on that uh, muhammad okay um so to understand that so to, if i try to understand the question that you're asking is how can finance try to change the picture that it has now in the snop exactly. as the, the show yes. exactly okay. Okay. okay 
So, so, so the idea here, um, the idea here, as I mentioned, finance is part of the process itself. Finance works with everyone else. A finance person can behave in so many different ways, but a good finance person will always sit there just like everybody else and understand the perspective of the business itself. Mm -hmm. So first of all, we need to agree and understand what is the strategy of the business. Am I looking for growth? Am I looking for profit? Am I looking yeah. for innovations? Is innovations my priority? Is, um, is working capital my priority, which is basically the working capital or the investment that I'm putting in the business. So we have to, first of all, understand along with the finance and with the stakeholders, what is the purpose of the business? Mm -hmm. And finance has to be the person at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we have a lot of terminologies in business, right? SNOP and all this and demand planning and I don't know, activity planning, meeting and all this and constraints and all that. But guess what? We're selling soap, we're selling, we're selling items, we're selling electronics, we're selling very simple stuff at the end of the day. This process is about what the market needs. I'm looking at what the market needs. I'm producing it and what is happening in between. So at the end of the day, it's a simple process. I need to be as a finance person capable of explaining to people in simple terms what are the results of their decision. A good finance person, I would go to supply chain and I would talk to him, for example, about an issue that he has in his in his in, in his forecasting. If his volume, if his bias is bad, how is that going to impact the financials? It's going to impact the financials because one day I will end up either losing sales or I will end up with write-offs in my PL. And it doesn't matter if my business is successful. I will end up with an expired product that I will ending up throwing in the trash, losing the value of the business, losing the value of the business, and maybe compromising the business continuity at the end of the day. As, as wow. a finance, as a finance, when I go to the salesperson and I discuss with him an activity, he wants to push volume, right? But in, yes. able, in, in order to be able to push volume, he has to deliver at a certain point of in time a top line and a profit at the end of the day. If I'm not there to explain to him that the results of what you're doing will deliver exactly this top line and this bottom line and what you're doing can risk you in this future or I can come to him with an opportunity cost and tell him what about thinking, thinking in an alternative way um, or telling him, for example, that what you're doing, the activity that you're doing now will lead to a problem on the short term or long term then I'm not doing my role right. Mm -hmm. And the only way for the partners not to consider me as an enemy is to be able to speak their language. I cannot be speaking German and they're speaking French. I have, I, I cannot tell him the profit will be bad or I cannot tell him I'm not delivering my, my, my margin. No, I have to explain to him wow. what will happen to sales in the future if I don't do this. I'll end up cutting my investment when I cut my investment, you will end up losing volume. You will end up not delivering your target. So we have to be smart about how to communicate with people. Hmm. Finance at the end of the day does that. But the question is how the approach true. is what matters. Yes, yes. True, so the true. Help, yes. <laughs> yes. The uh, the approach is, uh, is aggressive, uh, really. Uh, it, uh, it, it makes finance as the enemy. So it depends on how you deal with people. I totally, totally agree with you. Go ahead, Ahmed, before we take some questions. Go ahead. You, I would say the same, the same, as you said, yeah. because I love what Muhammad said, that how 
how we are dealing and how you are conveying the message itself because uh, i see in my, my experience that many people they, they they don't care about what's happening they care about what what the the, the the shape of the pnl how it looks like but they don't care about the business partnering how how they think and they understand and how they convey this message because it kills the team spirit so i love what say, say the how will define either you will be a lie or enemy which is the the right thing yeah, yeah. true true Let's let's take some questions, guys. We've got some questions running when we asked, and people were very yeah. responsive. I like that. Harshad, I think, is uh, asking a good question. So, if you allow me to take it, who's the real sponsor of SNOP? And let's uh, it's it's my opinion. I will take also your opinions. In my opinion, the real sponsor of SNOP is the top management. Is the MD? He is the one. He's the main driver. If he doesn't have the, if it doesn't align with the vision of the company, if he doesn't push the SNOP. And the first meetings and attend the first meetings and push everybody with the discipline of SNOP, it will not move. This is from my experience, like 10 or 12 years of experience. If top management is not involved, nobody will do the work because everybody has his functional area. Everybody has his management and his functional area. They will not take it serious, uh, Harshad. This is from my point of view. Khaled, Muhammad Mahmoud, your point yeah. of view on that. I would say the same, Hamamti. And again, if if the top management or the executives they are not willing to invest the time, and they are just uh, driven by a short-sighted uh, targets, uh, whatever it happens in the SNOP, it will never work. So uh, it comes always. I, I believe that the change is coming from top down, not from bottom up. And as you said, I I say yes, the same. Yeah. Right. Is, is SNOP a fun process? It's not. It's painful. And it takes a lot of effort yeah. and time and meetings yes. and, 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 and nights and staying late at work to try to put the things in the right place. So the only way the SNOP will work is, is not only the head of the business. It's everyone at the top level of the yeah. business should be driving it. So it's not yes. only the, the, the chairman of the organization. Yes. It has to be driven by the head of finance, head of marketing, head of yeah. sales. Yeah. That's the only way it will work. Great, great insights, uh, my friends. I hope we answered your question, Harshad. Let's take another question from our great friend, uh, Shay Lynch, the king of lean. The king of lean. <laughs> yes, that's why you will ask, what's your thoughts on lean finance? Go ahead. Who wants to take this question from uh, from Shay? Um, so, so lean finance is... Um... Is, is, is a bit challenging when it comes. I, I assume we, we're taking it to the context of the SNOP process. Uh, I understand that lean finance is like a small, a small organization. If we have a small organization that is not big enough, sometimes that can be challenging. But sometimes having more resources can be challenging. You have to understand what is the complexity of the business that you're operating in, in terms of the number of SKUs that you're doing, the number of activities that you're doing. You do, it's, it, finance is like, again, uh, the finance input is like, uh, it has to be the right ingredient level. It cannot be, you cannot have too many finance resources for uh, a simple business, or you cannot have lean organization or less resources for a very complex business because they're not gonna be able to catch up. So you have to reach out to this right formula where you have the right number of people to handle the right number of SKUs that you have in the business innovations and categories and all yeah right. uh, can, I add, uh, can i add something also yes. into what Mohammed yes. said it's amazing yes. what what he said mm -hmm. and i believe also lean finance uh, 
شيء يو نيد تو هاف ذا انبوت اوف ذا اذر ديبارتمنت لايك ماركتينج تريد ماركتينج سيلز اند سبلاي تشين بيكوز ايل تيل يو ذا كونفليكت موست بروبابلي اند موست بيبول اور موست اورجنايزيشن دي دونت سي ذا لونج تيرم بات دي بريفير اونلي تو تيك ا ديسيجن اون ذا شورت تيرم وات ام ساينج لايك يو سي ذا اولويز ا كونفليكت ان ماركتينج ماركتينج دي نيد تو هاف ا ماسيف بورتفوليو اوف اس كيوز اور برودكتس اند ريجاردليس وات ويل هابن and uh, uh, yes the sales that it will they will have the same also concept they need to have uh, all sqs available at the same time regardless what will happen and you have guess what you have a lot of challenges there because you have uh, a minimum acceptable shelf lifetime from the trade side and the distributor side you have to take this into consideration as well you have for sure forecast will never be right and uh, you have you could have a negative bias on some sqs which will increase your uh, weeks cover at distributor or it, at each node on the supply chain so all of this Uh, if you don't ke- take care about it and if you don't have uh, i would say uh, sqs portfolio and uh, f- starting from the planogram I'm, i'm talking about the consumer goods planogram building it in the right way you will end up with uh, a higher uh, uh, provisions in your uh, profit and loss pnl because of the, the obsolete stocks and and the stocks that it's uh, it's uh, it's below shelf lifetime which will eventually hit your profit and loss in the long term So lean lean finance I do believe that you should have a 360 overview from each perspective this is this it is reminds me yes it reminds me this that we always uh, champion supply chain and finance like exercise of sq rationalization and you find marketing and sales they will tell you no I don't want to discontinue this product it's a strategic <laughs> product not strategic man strategic it product, it's losing it's losing or yeah. it's uh, it's negative uh, roi on the, on the business exactly. and then you get this uh, this uh, this exactly. feedback so this really yeah. reminds me of, uh, of these kinds of uh, comments that we met I think all of us and Uh, in business we're having a lot of questions of course because we have our s&p uh, <laughs> uh, forecasting and finance guru what are the different sources of finance i think this you can write books in this go ahead <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i'm 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 trying to understand the question and the different sources yeah. of finance i mean financing the business yeah i think so it's yeah. it's 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 probably the, the main the, the major ones or the known ones are either the owners itself by the owner financing the business through his own money or going through banking if depending on the interest rate and the risk portfolio and 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 your business how much of your business is 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 being operated on debt and how much of it is being operated on your own money also there is a little bit of uh, financing that happens with uh, with your suppliers and with your customers because at the end of the day you have certain credit terms with them so sometimes you will be doing business with somebody else's money if you have the right the right model for your working capital so in general these are the areas where i would say if if i understand the question correctly because finance yeah okay he can, if we can mohidol he can reconfirm uh, that elaborate yeah elaborate more on it i think we have here also good very good point from nafisa ahmadi she is saying should we just consider profitability may produce products with highest contribution uh, contribution margin but we lose market share in other products i think that's uh, that's a good uh, i love this yeah. question can i answer this yeah. question please uh, please i believe i believe that if i because you will have conflict everywhere but i believe that the bible of the business it's always the business strategy itself 
Yes. What what do we need? This is what, what you need. I need profitability. No, yeah, I mean, I will keep this. I'll keep the focus here. If I need the gross margin, it will be totally different. So I, I will go into another strategies. So it depends on the business strategy itself. You have conflict well, everywhere. That's, that's that's a perfect answer, Ahmed Khaled. So it depends at the end of the day on what is my mission and objective and what is my target for the year. That's one thing. Second thing, every every item in my portfolio have a role to play. Some of them are to generate profit. Some of yeah. them are to generate sheet, uh, share and drive uh, share. And some of it is just to, to penetrate new, new new segments in the market. So you have to be to there is a role for every SKU to play. Let's just put it this way. And yeah. we cannot we cannot just say that we don't want to sell this SKU because of the margin or because of the share. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And that's why we map uh, like uh, the SQs or the brands like the BCG matrix and all that and the cash cows and uh, wannabes and all that and the uh, laggers. And we, discuss, we we take decisions what we want to remove, what we want to add, what to move to the what do we want to move to stars and all that. So I like the question and uh, love your comments, guys. Thank we you. have here our friend uh, Mohammed El Baz, uh, of course, uh, from Egypt. Great one, <laughs> FMCG, yeah. of course. Uh, all all of us worked in FMCGs. What are the P and L elements, and how do you discuss it? Mohammed, also long. <laughs> we can we can discuss that. We can make a session of ten of yes. ten hours and ten different meetings to discuss it. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Uh, in, gen uh, in, ge in general, it's about if I, if I put the general comments, it's about yeah. sales and what kind of cost that is incurred for that sales, whether it's cost to do the sales itself or the cost of goods sold. And then whatever any other investment that I do in terms of overheads, which is basically the people running the project, the buildings and everything. And then the taxes, I end up then with, the, with my final profit, which is what, is, what matters at the end. And we discuss it, every line normally is owned by someone. So for example, yes. the cost of goods sold is owned mostly by supply chain okay. because this is the manufacturing. Oh. The cost, cost of sales is with sales and customer marketing or trade mm. marketing. Cost of uh, overheads and all that is, is, is with the people actually running the organization. They all own it. So basically that's how it goes. Marketing owns, for example, any strategic investment that you have, for example, in advertising. So that's generally the, the main PNL elements, and, and this is how we discuss it. Finance is involved in each and every line, but yes. as a support or to make sure that the right decisions are being taken on every line. Thank you. True. True. That's 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 a good answer, Muhammad. I don't think we can add to that with uh, with Muhammad here, the <laughs> king of finance. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> Sharif Al Maghrabi, do you see benefits of outsourcing procurement? Could help companies to reduce uh, OPEX? What do you think of that? What's your take on that? Operation yeah. expenses, OPEX, yes, tell us. Tell so, us so, 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 in my opinion, and I'm the finance guy, you guys are the supply chain. You're supposed to have the final word. <laughs> yes. But sure. in finance, the way the way to look at it is you need to understand what is your cost is like. You need to understand what will happen when you outsource. So sometimes it makes a lot of sense to outsource because in order to save all the headache related to operational expenses or capital mm -hmm. expenditure that you will have to do because this is something complex or someone somebody else is doing it better. If somebody is doing it better and can give you a better conversion cost or a better cost per ton for an item, then you might as well outsource it. 
but yeah. some, but if you have the facilities to produce sometimes it's always sometimes it's also better to keep producing locally and not outsourcing yeah. because the minute you take volume out you end up with lower utilization you end up with higher fixed costs and you end up with yeah. higher cost per ton so it depends on your demand how much demand do you need do you have enough capacity or not and yeah. it depends at your cost structure and utilization all this you have to take into consideration, but there is no answer to this question that I can tell you right or wrong. No, oh, it totally depends on the business. Uh, some businesses where it's critical, for example, like uh, pharmaceuticals or something like that, it's better that you own this uh, the area of uh, procurement. Uh, you know the ingredients, you know the source of everything, the APIs, like the active pharmaceutical ingredient. So you should own the costing area. You should not, uh, for example, outsource. So it, uh, it totally depends on uh, on, on the yeah. industry. Yeah. what's your take on that? I, I would add something, uh, for sure, what you're saying, Hamamsi and Muhammad is perfect. I would add something also into that. Uh, don't just be uh, blinded away by reducing the cost because sometimes oh. when you compromise on the short well, term, yeah, you will you will be you will be, it end up with with a big devastation for the business itself. Because I know many people they took a decision based on on reducing the cost because they were pushed by reducing the uh, that to have uh, savings in their margin itself because they have uh, a hard margin. So it, to an extent that they compromise, as you said, the quality and even the safety of, of their uh, running the business. And it ends up by uh, uh, stopping the business continuity plans. The, the, yes. the, 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 it has a big devastation for a long time. So sometimes they just, you know, I, ha I will have a saving like uh, uh, 70 BEPs in my uh, margin. And the loss that I, losses that I will counter in the top line sales, it's thousands and thousands, thousands because of the wrong decision. So taking such a decisions just blindly without taking into consideration the risk management and the strategy of the business, I believe that it should be taken care. This is remember that from from my marketing background, the consumer and the brand image, the the, the brand uh, uh, index and the loyalty of the people yeah. for the brand. If it's hurt, if it's one time hurt, second yeah. time they they will not compromise. If you if you touch the quality and the customer service, you may lose uh, uh, a lot indefinite uh, exactly. loss, and you cannot you cannot measure it. Exactly. So you lose brand equity totally. So, uh, Mohammed, here uh, one for you. One that thinks that finance is the enemy. Most of the time, finance uses their power and they are less or never transparent. Why so? <laughs> I, I think, I think this is more of a rumor. It's just, it's, yes. just uh, it's just sometimes finance find it a little bit difficult to explain their message and to explain yes. what they're trying to do. Sometimes also there are certain decisions at the higher level that not everyone at the lower level know. And so yes. that's why they, they might not be able actually to, to share this information and explain why, why, why they're taking that decision. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there is no, there is, it's not, it's not something that finance would like to do. It's mm -hmm. not something that finance would like to do, but you have to understand that finance is the gatekeeper. At the end of the day, if the company does not deliver the financials because because of a screw up from the finance function, finance, that means that finance did not do their job. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so basically they might seem that sometimes that they are never transparent because they're not either not able to explain it correctly or they cannot actually tell you what is happening at a strategic level or, or at a higher level. 
Mm-hmm. But 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 transparency transparency is always the key. If yeah. you're if you're confident in what you're doing, I I I I normally like the finance, and I think that finance should have always the policy of open books. You have something you want to challenge my numbers. Come, the numbers are here. Yeah. If I'm confident enough in what I'm doing. Oh, this is the right attitude. Yes, this is the right attitude. Thank you, Muhammad. I don't have anything to add over. <laughs> uh, we cannot add over this guy. Really. <laughs> See, and here fragment uh, we are having here. We had one who was saying finance is, uh, is the enemy. Here he says uh, truly that finance is the ally. See, the role of finance professionals has been changing. This is great, great comment, Prak. Thank you for, for sharing that. That's really yeah. true. From bookkeepers to accountants to financial analysts and now to partners to business. Amazing. I think I totally agree with that. Uh, thank you, Pragmat, uh, always joining and giving uh, really good comments. Yeah. Karim is saying executive leadership need to keep working on it until it becomes a culture, which is a very long-term but rewarding target. Great comment, Karim. Thank you for joining us also from, uh, from Egypt. Hassan Sakakini also joining us, saying good answer on driving SN to be from top to down. I would add that to maintain proper speed needs to be driven as a culture in the company. Exactly. After the initial amazing, amazing, amazing having, uh, a lot of uh, amazing professionals. Uh, very, very good value. Very Thank good you value. so much, guys. Thank you, Hassan. Mahmoud Rada's joining us also, oh, our friend. Huh? <laughs> How digital finance is influencing the S&P okay. process? What do you think? A great question. Take it, guys. Great session. Thank you, Mahmoud. So, so digital finance, yes. Yeah. So, in general, I will talk about how the digital is helping the SNOP process, and we can see that. And actually, Mahmoud, Mahmoud is a leader, is a leader in that area. Uh, yes. So, so, so there are there are lots of tools that are coming now to support the SNOP process. SNOP process is not about running around with papers or running down with documents. So many tools are being introduced, and these tools interact with each other. And I've seen things, and I've seen different organizations and how things are done in different organizations. You have no idea about the complexity and what these tools can do. Mm. Dissect things and do things and areas related to artificial intelligence going to the SNOP process and all that. It's it's just amazing how the process is evolving. SNOP process, as I mentioned, is 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 a is a feedback process or is a process of learning feedback and that process grows it's like seeing a child in front of you growing and snop process is coming to a, a maturity level now where we're seeing actually as i mentioned the artificial intelligence becoming part of it so think about what's happening and what the digital is doing to the snop process it's adding one more layer so in snop process there are so many layers for the control on what's going on it's mm-hmm. one layer coming from supply chain one layer coming from demand supply finance comes on top and all that but imagine adding a layer of artificial intelligence or adding a layer of tools talking to each other mm-hmm. this is this is the this is this is the future this is the future guys and and digital digital is really supporting the snop process in terms of improving the process itself and in terms of the output of the process now yeah. instead of having the output of the process in a small excel file or in a printed document you have all these digital tools that shows you a dashboard where you can see the result of your snop you can compare at the lowest level that you want to see with a click of a button you don't need to go to finance and ask them what happened in the cash up or to supply nice. chain and tell them what happened to this because you can see it all with a click of a button so this is how digital is helping the snop process and how they are actually 
combining to deliver to deliver this amazing result for any business. Wow, wow. Totally, wow. totally agree. Amazing answer. I think it's uh, fast decision making, as you're saying, and higher visibility in the process. Khaled, you wanted to say something? Yeah, something yeah, about yeah, that, I, I will add, yes, I will add one thing based on experience from that point. So, yes, everyone is going to the trend of uh, digitization in the S&OP and each uh, process in, in the business itself. But uh, I believe it depends on the maturity itself of the organization. So you cannot digitalize anything and you, you have a lack of capability or understanding for S and OP and, and you digitize and at the end of the day when people they come yes I have this real time and I have all of this kind of reconciliation and they start they don't understand what's happening so what will be the cost versus the benefits that's why you will see most organizations they're going for digitalization digitalization but their people they don't, they don't understand anything about that that's why you have to fix the fundamentals of, of uh, that people understanding capability the process itself and then based on this maturity you can go into digital uh, digital to digitalize anything in your process itself this maturity, is my I, I, I totally agree with you maturity and as i always say garbage in garbage out if you put uh, if you feed any system with, with garbage data you'll get uh, garbage output you need to understand the business you need to understand the trends what's happening in the business and then you will get the, the best out of it yeah. Great discussion, guys. We're having a lot of questions, so I apologize I for it. some people. I cannot uh, put all the comments. We have, I think, from here from our friend uh, Renata. She's uh, saying they believe that the CEO of the I company should have, should have finance background in order to understand what's going on in the company or at least basic knowledge. I think it's a great question, yeah. and uh, Renata's amazing, uh, I think, finance. Uh, she has a great finance background. Oh, sure, right. oh, Renata, our friend. Yes. Let, let Muhammad Mahmoud, he will help in this. You, you, yes. you will be surprised sometimes with the level of knowledge of the CEOs about the finance in their organization and what's going on. Sometimes it's even it even can be scarier to the finance manager or to, or to, or, or to his CFO because sometimes the CEO knows more and can link uh -huh. numbers more and sometimes it can be scary. But let mm -hmm. me answer the question in a way, it depends. The CEO of the company, basically, there are different CEO styles. I've seen styles of CEOs where are where who they are very much on top of the numbers. They are yeah. number. They are control freaks when it comes to the numbers. They know exactly where the numbers are going and where the numbers are coming, and they're working hand in hand with the finance in order to deliver that. There are other CEOs who are more driven by. Some other CEOs are I've seen them in my in my life who are more like you know the innovative person. Yes. He's a person who's who's having coming with these brilliant ideas about new products, about things to launch <laughs> in the market and all that. They don't even care about the financials. They don't care yes. about the financials. This, but the way the way the way things are fixed is that you have to have the right combination. If you have an innovative CEO who's not very much into the numbers, then at this time, the role of the finance of the finance management or managing the financial becomes more with the finance. More yes. It becomes more critical. Is it good to have basic financial knowledge? Definitely. Definitely he should have. But if he doesn't, he can still be a successful CEO. It's a plus mm. for him to do. Yes. Mm. Wow. Khaled, we have a guru with us today. Would you have to add something? With, uh, do you want to add something? <laughs> I, I cannot add anything. I think Muhammad, he has covered it really seriously. Yes. He has nailed yes. it, so I cannot add anything. Thank you, Muhammad. We thank you, here, of course, our friend. Uh, thank you, Renata, also. <laughs> Ahmad Musa is a great, of course, supply chain uh, expert also. Yes. 
He's uh, <laughs> the idea of the devil, yeah, the backdoor devil. <laughs> See, this so, is what happens at the end. You can try to convince the people that you're good, but people always have it in mind that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing yes. people he doesn't exist. Yes. So, <laughs> the reputation, you're, you're carrying a legacy of, of bad reputation, uh, Muhammad, unfortunately. Yes. Sometimes it's helpful. I can yes. tell you this, sometimes it's helpful. Because sometimes <laughs> you, can, you, you cannot have always the nice face. Sometimes you have to yes. put your leg down and, and take the seat. <laughs> it's a good question. I think we have answered this at the beginning when we speak yeah. about the alliance or being an enemy. So, yes. Yes. Mohammed Al Baz, how do you categorize the products from finance point of view and how do you treat them? Example, yeah, we talk about cash cows and all that. Do you have any other categorization that you know about uh, Muhammad or uh, Khaled that you that you use other than the cash cows and the stars and uh, all that? It's 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 a, it's a different game altogether because as I mentioned, it's not even about the cash cows and all that. You have a strategy, and you you're trying to to operationalize this strategy by converting the strategy into tactics and into the products on the ground. So what is your strategy here? Maybe your strategy is even to develop the market. Um, mm. I don't know. Remember, at a certain point in time. Let's put it this way. At a certain point of time, nobody dreamed about having a phone or that can where he can have a video call or a phone that he can touch the screen and do all that. But an, an innovative person came and said, wow, actually people don't know what they want. I know exactly what they want. I'm going to drive them into that decision. I'm going to develop the market. A product can be to generate cash or to generate profit. A product can be to increase the market share or a product can be to elevate the market to the next level or to take it to the next level. A product that is a different category of the product that actually provides better value yeah. and better profit at the end of the day. So there is, I cannot say, I, I cannot say in general that there are um, like I can, I, I cannot re name all, all, all the targets or all the products now on the call. If I think about it, I can come with five, six, ten types of products yes. that I can have. But in general, you have to understand that a product is there to serve a purpose. If it's not serving exactly. its purpose, then you need to review the product purpose and see if the purpose is the correct one or are you doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally agree on that. Mohammed, I think that you have needed. I'll just also summarize it in a very easy way. As Mohammed said, it's all about the, the business strategy itself. And based on this business strategy, you can categorize your, your, your end target. I would say if it's like profitability, you have to sort out the most profitable uh, SQ or, or products. And you, uh, I see that the most challenge is cascading the business strategy or de-aggregating de it into a lower level, whether it's category, whether it's, it's uh, going to format level or going on the SQ level. This is, it comes the confusion from here. So firstly, you have to understand your business strategy and then cascade it into categories and then go de-aggregate into another level. Once you have this obvious in your business, so you can go into another level where you can sort out your products accordingly and see what is the possible potential strategies that you can attack or get it from, from the business itself or the market itself. See the market capacity, uh, the price index, how it looks like, how much of promotions that you invest in it, all of this, and then 
as Muhammad said, if it's filling, fulfilling your purpose, you can go accordingly sorting out those SQs or the products. And this way you will be your core SQs that you can work on it and it will take you to the right place uh, where you will fulfill all the business strategies. Great answer. Great guys. Yeah, Muhammad, yeah. please. If you one, want more, to one more piece because Ahmed, yeah. Ahmed reminded me with it, but think about it this way. One product itself can have different strategies in different customers and different channels. So yeah. even, yeah. even the one product, it's not only yes. about the strategy of the product. It's about the strategy of the product in the location where I'm selling it. Yeah, amazing. True, yes. true. Depends yes. on the market. You can have a product for different strategies in different markets. You also reminded me of a very important point, the product life cycle. Uh, where is the product in the life cycle, in the introduction yes. phase, the growth yes. phase? Is it uh, declining? This kind of things, you must uh, look at the market and this kind of uh, uh, of classification also is very important if we can uh, add it to, to the lovely points that you that you put. So, yes, that's that's great discussion, guys. We have also Osama Eid. Uh, I think everybody inside the organization should think like finance. We should have someone pro-finance, uh, Muhammad, uh, at last. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually it's actually happening. If you think about it, somehow finance is becoming more and more connected to the business and they speak yes. the language of the business. And at the same time, people in supply chain from the SNOP, because if you're not touched by the other partners in the SNOP process, then something is going wrong. And yes. because because in every cycle you pick something up, you pick something up. I you're not gonna come with the same unrealistic proposal every time to the SNOP because at a certain point of time in time you re, you will start realizing as a sales or supply chain person that this doesn't work because of financially it doesn't make sense you're gonna pick a thing or two and and the, all the boundaries between the functions are somehow it's not it's not it's not cut solid and this is why in some organizations you see some people from finance moving into supply chain some people from supply chain moving into marketing sales are moving to this that's why you see this happening all the time because we're wearing each other's hat all the time yeah. when we're sitting in these meetings. And this is where you think or where you believe at the end of the day that you reach to the right SNOP process and the right plan. I great. told you that Muhammad is a great storyteller. Huh? <laughs> yes, yes, true, true. But I'll add to also to this to Osama. Yes, cost reduction is very important to Osama. But as we said before, don't compromise the quality. Uh, make sure that the source that you get uh, from uh, is, uh, is a trusted source. Make sure also that you reach the high level of uh, the customer service level is very important. And the consumer uh, uh, satisfaction also put it in mind. It's, uh, it's, the, it's very important the consumer satisfaction i think it's over cost uh, reduction if you if you tell me khaled you have any take on that before we take another question no i think muhammad has nailed it already i, yes. I cannot anything after that thank you harshad here harshad our friend that's uh, i think that's a good one if you if i would ask on a snov dashboard how it should look like and what do you think is i think he's talking about kpis so who will take uh, some of the K important kpis of snov go ahead can i, I speak on that uh, yes, I, I love this because I, I believe it's all about the maturity of the leadership so i i categorize it into uh I'll tell you what's in my mind. We can speak about it. So number one, it's uh, uh, forecast accuracy. 
and focus bias okay yeah. so this this will allow you uh, where are where, what are the categories or the de-aggregated de uh, sq levels or the level of forecasting where are uh, where are you from your sales or versus that the target uh, the financial forecast or the forecast itself so this is i would say from the forecast accuracy and forecast bias the second one it's the forecast variance and i do believe that most people they don't they don't measure this uh, kpi into their consideration because at the end of the day this is i see i see it is the maturity of the leadership and even the maturity of the people it will be implied inside this forecast variance what do i mean here forecast variance so you have cycle to cycle because S&OP it's monthly uh, cycle. So let's say I have this month, I have the forecast for the coming month. If I have one month lag, I have uh, the, the coming month onward. Then after the actualization, I have the other month, it will be like that. So for instance, if I have 100, 100, 100, 100, let's say all, all uh, for, for con continuously. And uh, uh, at this point, when I have the second cycle, I will have it 10, 10, 10, 10. If yeah. I have already ordered and purchased, I would say from MRP or MPS or DRP, I have this, it will be somewhere in the in, in the pipeline itself, pipeline. either in the, the upstream or downstream itself. What will happen if I have this kind of things? It will end up, I have overstock and I, I will not understand why it happens. So you have to understand if there is any drop in forecast instantaneously, you have to understand and raise the flag because this will be a potential risk in the future. Uh, uh, this is from the forecast uh, uh, variance. I would say also looking into the business waste, business waste yeah. itself. Okay. Yes. And for sure, if I'm talking about that, something you have to add it based on the business strategy itself. If it's a profitability by category, you have to stress on, on something. If you have, let's say, innovations, if you have something gross, it depends on the business strategy itself. But rather than this, I would say this is my, my point of view, forecast accuracy, forecast bias, forecast variance, business waste, whatever, uh, anything that you have to add it into consideration to look into it, into executive S and OP uh, uh, board meeting. Let me add to this. I like, of course, the points. I will add the order time in full. The the customer sure. service level is very important that you that you look in it. The cash to cash cycle is very important. The inventory days it's extremely important. Mohammed, you should add uh, give us some points. Of course, I know you have the golden points with you. <laughs> no, but uh, no, what you guys mentioned are, are, are the key things. So basically, yeah. the dashboard of the of the SNOP should give should give uh, the, the, the numerical figure that shows me exactly is my SNOP process driving the business correctly or wrong. Yes. Or wrong. Mm -hmm. So basically, what you mentioned is is basically what you want to see as a result of the SNOP. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. I um, hope we answered you. I uh, hope Harshad answered you, and even here Amina gave us an our answer. Our friends from Tunisia. Our friends. Yeah, great. Of course, it's uh, she's saying uh, a graph which represents the sales inputs, the demand planning, the agreed capacity, the max theoretical capacity, wow. the budget yearly, the customer wow. demand, and finally the asset will be a great decision. Amina, very comprehensive answer, and thank you yes. so much Amazing. for sharing. Thank you, Amina. Yeah, here, thank you, Amina, so much. We have here Dr. Lapsing. She was talking about the area of the product when you had an uh, answer. So she had, she, I think she has, she's a doctor in marketing. I think she was talking here about the four P's of marketing. That's, that's yeah, a great point. Product, uh, product, promotion, product, pricing, pricing in place. Thank you, yeah. Dr. Lapsing. Thank, totally thank you. Oh.
Go ahead, you wanted to say something? I say, no, it's the, the fundamentals of the marketing techniques for sure. The, the OPs, pricing, product, promotions, placement, uh, it, it, for sure, it, it should be, this is your, your fundamentals if it comes to the marketing techniques, for sure. Great. Dr. Lapsing has another question uh, as time is running up, but we'll take another like two questions or something. Don't you think that uncertainty is the big enemy of uh, market volatility? As we're uh, living in the world of uncertainty now, guys, and uh, the, talking about the resilience and the supply chain resilience and having multiple sourcing and having nearshoring and all that. What's, what's your thoughts about that? Okay, I, I will put my thoughts in that for sure. Look, uncertainty is everywhere. And let's be honest in that uncertainty. Maybe people will start to, to pay attention for uncertainty once we, we've been attacked by pandemic. So yes. everything, you know, got, got struggled. And we had these effects of bullwhip effect in, in the supply chain, starting from the downstream to the upstream. But that's why, as, as you said, Hamamsi, it's all about the, the supply chain agility and supply chain resilience so this this let's let's come back to the fundamentals that that's why i said again to to kill anything that can kill the uncertainty i would say three things number one it's the the, the wastage which is that the, could be the lead time how can you reduce the lead times inside it because okay. this will allow you to to respond quickly uh, uh number two it's uh, how can you reduce the um, how can you find a way to compromise the shelf lifetime of the products itself because this this will help you uh, the other waste the third one which is uh, i spoke always about it which is the minimum order quantity uh, or the yes. minimum quantity all of this so all of this it's i can categorize it all it's the enemy for uncertainty this uncertainty so uh, i hope that we answered your question uh, dr lab Hamad, what do you think? You have uh, something to add, or we take another question? I think it's more finance for for Mohammed. How do you see the finance role from our friend Fragment? Of course, is uh, a great uh, friend of uh, yeah. many shows. I mean, he's uh, from uh, from India and a great friend. Wow. How do you see the finance role in future with lots of technological developments, RPA solutions, cognitive analytics? which will take over the basic bookkeeping and finalization of accounts, including major part of uh, financial uh, analysis and planning. Definitely, definitely. This is, this is, this is a good and important question. And, and the only solution and answer to that is escalating the fi what finance does now. So basically we're wasting a lot of time doing these activities that are repetitive and all that. And with the advancements of technology and having RPAs taking over such um, such activities, it's time for the finance people to start developing and developing new skills and moving on with the market and learning new things and trying to deliver more value because now they have to, they can save more time and they can afford to spend more time looking at the higher level and, and trying to come up with better decisions. So yes, that, that always happens in all industries. There is always the development and there is always the automation that happens that where you lose, where you lose actually some of the jobs, some people jobs because of it. But at the end of the day, in order to make yourself safe and in order to understand exactly um, how, how, you can, how you can still add value to the business is develop yourself. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally agree. Great, great answer, guys. And uh, I think we are uh, closing to, to, to finalizing our show today. We have 
greetings from Tanzania at, uh, at the last few minutes. Thank you for, for joining us yeah, and you. Dr. Lap Singh uh, saying thanks for special insights. Final words, uh, gentlemen, uh, about uh, finance and, uh, and about S&OP. What's your final takes and, uh, and give us like a final word, uh, Khaled, through this discussion? For sure, I would say, guys, don't look, uh, because I was in the same place, don't look into uh, the supply chain or the S&OP from a volume perspective. You have to understand the drivers of the demand, how to influence the demand and how to understand the financials, how to read P&L inside, uh, inside your category, because this will allow you to take the right decisions. Rather than this, I'm telling you, it will be, you, you will work like pipe, pipeline. So whatever is coming in, it will be out. And whatever the sales will tell you to do, you will be able to put it. But you, if you don't have this knowledge, I'm telling you, you will have a crap and, and a challenge in each and every northern supply chain. So take care from the forecasting, financial forecasting. You have to understand. You have to understand the business strategy and how it's been aggregated what, and, and tracking all of these things all the time. Great, Mohammed. What's your final takes? Now I enjoyed actually being here with you guys. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to discuss uh, such topics and to try to to explain the finance the finance aspect of it. And we're not really the enemy. We could be sometimes if we want to, but yeah, we're we're actually the nice people who, at the end of the day, want to make sure that the packaged product that we're trying to 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 get as a result of the SNOP is a product that we can use mm -hmm. so so yes that's that's yes. in summary what i want to say yes i truly agree to finalize and uh, to say also some words yes i was kidding of course that finance is the enemy but it's all about collaboration between different uh, different departments uh, marketing sales uh, finance uh, supply chain we should all work on one set of numbers uh, agreed between uh, between everybody and finance at the end is uh, like you said uh, it was a very nice uh, point that it's the glasses that and that shows the final result are we profiting are we profiting or not are we losing what's happening uh, what are the scenarios that we should run to to to, to mitigate the risk and uh, get get use of the opportunities and uh, and yeah that's that's what i wanted to add and uh, like i said uh, like we said it's this is the knowledge that you not find in the books i think uh, our uh, friend uh, muhammad Mahmoud here uh, has has great experience and we really loved all the advice that came uh, from you and uh, thank you for 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 everyone who, who joined yeah. us uh, thank you so much marcia williams is saying great insights thank, thank you so you, much marcia just to remind yeah. the, our audience again guys thank you muhammad for sure for joining us it's a pleasure to be with you today and the beautiful insights just to remind our audience today so uh, as we as we uh, we are here our mission is to build a global s and op community where everyone can share his experience struggles stories and his knowledge accordingly that's why we are asking you if you have the possibility and if you can see yourself that you can fit and be with us in, in the live show, helping people answering their questions in a specific tof topic that you can serve the S&OP, please contact us, either me and the Hamamsi, as we we spoke, it's above on the right, our emails, contact us directly and we will we'll be able to come to you so we can uh, impact more people and share more stories that will change the world of S&OP. So we'll be waiting for you and thank you so much for being there today. Uh, and just remember, S and OP knowledge, you will never find it in books. 
Exactly. Thank you so much, uh, Ahmad Khalid, and thank you, Muhammad, for, for joining us. It's all about sharing the knowledge and, and experience, as uh, Khalid uh, said, and we're looking forward, waiting for your, uh, for your comments and waiting, and waiting for uh, the ne our next guest from your comments and uh, the stories that you want to share. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Muhammad. Thank you. Thank you, Ahmad. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our Global S&OP Community Podcast. We hope that you have absorbed some values from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be notified every week with the new episode. You can visit our website ahmedkhaled.co or ahmedkhaled.co We believe that one word, one story or one conversation could transform your life. Stay tuned next week with a great thought leader in S&OP. Have a wonderful week ahead.